Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Uluwani Femi. I'm Chingo Zirim. And I'm Bulu. Why is Chingo Zirim? And she now mentioning his name like that? Are you trying to mimic me? I'm trying to mimic Emmanuel. Yeah. Where he started. I'm Emmanuel. And I'm Uluwani Femi. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't do it. Bolu. <laughs> just two syllables. So. No, no, no. Bolu, Bolu will share it towards the end of the podcast. <laughs> we, we know we know how it goes yeah um yeah so so many things are happening this week or not nothing is happening like nothing nothing yes nothing is happening are you, you sure like it be like people don't debut in silence uh, if you <laughs> <laughs> nobody won't debut in public <laughs> guys if if you are building in silence let us know so that we'll come and celebrate you Right, how you move from please help our life from 10 customers to 1 million customers in silence. But it seems like people keep dragging people that are building with noise. We keep dragging, yeah. I seems mean, like mm, it, it's just that uh, when when you are all up in our face, when you feel your failure is all up in our face, so it's easier. But if you feel silently or quietly, you just so forget p- you. personally, which one would you go for? Which one I go for? Yes. So I need to be able to. I need people to. I need to come to a place and then they are like, ah, see that guy, unicorn founder. <laughs> so for that reason, I'll build in public. But the unwanted attention, the pressure to always have your shit together to the public. Uh, can you see him behaving like a celebrity already? You know, <laughs> he's proud. He's are, proud. Those are things I wouldn't want. So I think uh, building in private or yeah, building in private would be a better option. I, in my own opinion, I just feel like if you are building and you are going to make noise about it, make sure you are building and you are sure of what you're doing. Because mm. the kind of noise we are hearing these days is what we call audio audio <laughs> noise or audio building. Mm. Can, right. you ever, can you ever be sure? In nine out of ten startups are supposedly fail. At least be sure of what you're doing, not like outright lying when you know that this thing doesn't have a future. But you have to make noise about it. That stats does not really give us a lot of context. I mean, last week we're talking, is it last week? No, during our last episode, Mm -hmm. we're talking about a founder that failed in his first year. Yeah. And just 10% of startups, 10% of startups Mm. that fail, fail in their first year. Okay. So, the context there is okay. Nine out of startups, nine out of ten startups fail, but mm-hmm. they tried. Yes. So, but for you not to survive past your first year, feel where you see testing. If you well, see testing, we are still trying to develop product market fits. Mm-hmm. And why were you raising one million dollars? I still have beef with this guy. I don't know why. <laughs> I think you should just raise the investors. I don't have beef with mm-hmm. him. Okay, no problem. So, but you see, when, when you are building in silence, people might not know who you are, but when you are building in the public, you attract attention from everybody. Yeah. Including... You attract attention from everybody, including those that are to get you. Yeah. Those that are just curious. They want to see how strong your security system is. <laughs> but so color me surprised. Is that I hope that is the right use of the word though. But I was really, really surprised when I heard that a group of hackers hacked ShopRite. <laughs> what okay. it's, it's, what it's, are they hacking? Is this already like a big deal? 
No. So Not it's that, I mean like why? 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 Why bother? There are many companies you could hack. Okay, right. these hmm. people. The news is that a cyber crime gang, cyber crime gang. I'm very sorry. I'm, I'm a bit under the weather. Well, eh? I'm so. trying not to sniff and disturb your ears, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep this as slow as I can. I'm sorry, indulge gang. Right? <laughs> cyber crime gang. Oh God, why did you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> cyber crime crime gang ransom house. Right? They they informed or they claimed responsibility mm. for a act that shoprite and uh, complained about or we say talked about or announced some two weeks ago right so they claimed responsibility that we're responsible for this act right and yes you you, you were like why would anybody want to gun yeah, they're just Hack. doing their thing. Yes, their, okay. I think they're not I think making I noise. Just, they're just doing business. It seems this particular <laughs> cybercrime gang is on a row. Right? Just mm-hmm. recently, like two or three days ago, they also claimed responsibility for hacking passwords of employees of AMD. AMD. Yes. The, the great AMD. Yes. The, the rival of Intel and NVIDIA. <laughs> okay, no problem. Are you trying to do so your So did they hack the company or did they hack like employees they, they asked the company and got the pl- passwords of their employees <laughs> so usually what happens is you hack companies through employees because instead of attacking this company security head-on mm-hmm. you go through the humans in the company who have access to sensitive data mm. so well, what they have access to is the data of, of this the password of their employees Plus for ShopRite's case, okay. they have data to they have access to the data of their customers. Oh, I see. Right, and ShopRite reacted or responded to them because what they are asking is they asking for money. If they don't, if they don't pay them, then they will take the data to dark web and go and sell <laughs> it there. Okay. Right, and I was wondering, like, should you even be worried? But before we get to that. Going going by ShopRite's response, it seems unlikely of an African start of an African country, right? Or establishment. Mm-hmm. From what we've recorded in the past, we've even written about, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You see, we've seen um, people are universities, African universities. Yeah, I, I wrote a story about that in 2020. They hacked the University. Um, I'm believing in the rest of Nigeria on Suka. But no response. They could the, recently, it was NIMC data, like the data of Nigerians. Mm. They asked NIMC, that is Nigerian, National Identity Management Commission, right, for Nigeria. And nothing happened about it. But ShopRite responded and they were like, okay, they went ahead, they said they would be for security so that the data breach will be discontinued and they will investigate and yada, 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 right? It's, it's nice to know that, right? But w- w- I, I quickly spoke with a penetration tester. is a Pakistani. His name is Tusef. Tusuf. Uh, well, I, I mix up his name. Let's, let, let's, go, let, let's, let's go with Tusef, right? Okay. And he, he has been a penetration tester for nine years. So the thing about penetration tester is like they are like researchers, right? They go to people's 
um, is it firewalls or security walls, data walls, and try to see if it's strong enough. Then they see that it's not strong, they reach out to you, not because they want to collect money. Just tell you that. So, so, so this is, these are loopholes in your data security. Try to patch it up. Right. Mm. I, did, I, did, I find it hard to believe that they are just good Samaritans. Like that that, that, that is what... Do they get paid for that? They are still in their... F- if, if, you are, if, you are, if, like, if you feel like they've done you good, mm. you can pay them for it. But the goal is not just... Some people would definitely... You can't call them penetration tra- tester at that point. Because they are, they are, when, when, you, when you start doing it for money, you are mm. a cyber criminal. Mm-hmm. You get, but yeah. when you are doing it for research purposes, like you can just say, okay, let me go for the fang, let me check the loopholes in in their database, in their data wall, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the data security department. Mm-hmm. When you find out, you can if like go and do infographics about it. Reach out to them, tell them so so and so. That is your work as a penetration tester. Yeah. So for the uninitiated, fang is the like biggest tech companies: Facebook, Amazon, Apple. Netflix and Google. And Google. Should I right. love you, Mang now? Oh, yeah. Met- <laughs> Manga. <laughs> yeah, it's so that, that is their work. So this Tosuf guy, he has been he has been he has been a penetration tester for nine years. And I reached out to him and asking him about African establishment's reaction to situations like this because we've chatted in the past, right? And he, he said there was a time I used to have on my former phone, I had like a an Excel sheet. No. What is this thing that when you send it to your laptop, mm. your laptop can't show you all the data. It puts them in a zip file. Yes, mm-hmm. a zip file containing the data of employees in the Nigerian parastatal. Mm. And it's all over the place. It shared me a link of where it is. Every It was in public. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing they were doing about it. So nobody, I asked, I asked from him. Yes, I asked from him that what has been the reaction in his times, in his experience, in his line of of work. What has been the reaction of African companies or establishments to like a data breach? And well, uh, we have his response. Experience and obviously uh, one of uh, another guy who also find the flaws and report. Overall, you know. The African businesses are not much, uh, you can say, responsive to the, re- the reporting. So maybe that's why people, even I rarely saw that if they have any bug bounty program. I hardly saw, I mean, uh, maybe a one or two. It's not so, seemed like uh, either they don't take it serious or maybe a lack, lack of resources, but yeah. So I, I, I think I agree that. with him. So it's it's either they are just not concerned, like, um, or they don't know. Maybe they are not enlightened enough to know what it means for data, for people's data to be in public, or they just don't know what to do about it, or they don't have the resources to to protect the remaining data. They just they just leave it. It it's always sad. It just feels like Africans generally we have this kind of. Uh, what's it called reaction or we just have this kind of disposition towards data hmm. what do they want to use my data for right and it got it got me thinking and i had to ask those to that why should you even be bothered about a data breach okay right considering shoprite case now 
what is the maximum you can get from a data breach of their customers? You can get ID number, right? Because of what they come to buy. Then you can get their pictures and okay. probably their names, right? Mm. Then you're like, okay, they don't have my bank details. They don't have my card details. Why should I be, be worried? And Tosuf kind of has a different opinion to that. Of course, you should be worried whenever there's a data breach. But it depends. I think your, your level of worry depends on the kind of data you want. You you add, you mm. have with those mm. companies. So let's just hear what he has to say before we start giving our hot takes. Better. Like these companies claiming that they have no banking details, etc. But the, on the other hand, hackers are say, clearly saying that they have photos of particular people. So you can see the name and the photo and plus the ID number. Now, what this ID number used for is again, even having a you know person name with photo, uh, it's obviously something sensitive. And the ID number, and it depends on where it's been used. So the nature of data actually uh, determine that someone should be worried or not. Uh, so okay, so I, I actually get what he's saying, right? But the issue is if a data breach happens and you only get my name, my school username, for instance, and my login details for that school, mm. as long as it doesn't affect my bank account. So the thing is, that there was a time we wrote, I, I did an article about like looking at the life of a hacker. Okay. And they're like, sometimes the data they have, these people have access to, might not look useful on the face face value but for for somebody like me that i don't like having too many passwords so if i used my my regular password for say my school login and they have access to it they can as well use that password to log in to my bank app you can use the, the password to log in to every other place that useful data is you get so you can't say that there's nothing they, they want to do with that data until you are sure that there's no way there's nowhere else you didn't use that password for instance and from what Tosuf explained if they have your name they have your picture mm. what who says they can't go ahead to say social media platforms and by the way google has um, an option a feature where you can search for search with an image not just with text you get yeah so they can look for you and find you you get and that mm -hmm. is where social engineering starts from they look yeah, at yeah. your world your timeline and everything in that article i'm talking about you can find several ways that mm -hmm. your data can be used yeah by yeah unscrupulous people okay yeah i think you published that story and we'll be linking it to the episode description and you just that example you just gave now with your name and picture makes me realize how people are able to create several fake passports so mm -hmm. imagine you going to the embassy and you're about to travel and they tell you 
that you are banned from entering so and so flights. Mm. <laughs> you are wondering. And you are wondering, like, when did I? I mean, Terrorists have probably <laughs> used your, your I've photo. I've never entered a plane before. Or, as you just scan your passport, you just see security, uh, this thing, it will just cough immediately. So, yeah, that's that's quite an interesting one. Yeah. And companies actually, they don't say it. Companies actually deal with fraud and hacks a lot. Especially fintech companies. I mean, we've written about that in the past. Nigeria is actually one of the companies or one of the countries that has experienced the most cyber attacks. Also, we'll be linking to that in the description. Okay. But if you are trying to figure out how to handle stuff like this, I mean, sometimes it can be serious PR disasters. Mm-hmm. It's really for people who don't really understand what's going on. I'll be like, ah, hackers hacked this company. Panic. And you start panicking. You start closing accounts and all of that. <laughs> or if they're a fintech company, that's even worse. You'll be like, ah, let me remove all my money. I'm, I'm just imagining if someone says they hack Chaka Bamboo or Rice Vest today. <laughs> oh. I would just... Panic all, the, all <laughs> over the place. Please. My two dollars is still. I good. don't even want to mention piggy vest. Let's let's mention piggy vest. <laughs> so I mean, I, I remember when there was the whole issue with piggy vest that someone stole. Twenty-five. Mean, it was twenty-five billion. Yes, there was. So, but if you want to know how to handle situations like that very very seamlessly, you're operating a business or a startup in Nigeria. Please don't miss the Tema Elevate conference that is coming up in July 2022. Just. You don't want to miss it. Just, just go and register. It's in the description link. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not yeah. seeing anything again. <laughs> just go and register. Right? Good. So, yeah. and I think uh, another thing that is important about that, um, you know, um, getting your data that people should, should realize is, it's it's it becomes quite important because some data might not be important now. They might become important later. Say, for example, they get your NIA number. Mm. It might be a situation where your NIA number now becomes as important as, say, a social security number in the US. Mm-hmm. And then once someone has that kind of information... By that time, the auction on on the dark web, we, like, the money they will place on it. Yeah, the FBI actually just actually just um, um, caught some people who sell, who auction SSN <laughs> on the dark web. And wow. Like, it, I think it just happened, it's either today or yesterday. So, people should really be you know, more mindful about yeah. things like that. Yeah, I think our government should attend my elevator on July 23rd. <laughs> they, they, they need to. They need, they need to. They just, they just, just hear, ignore everything. They will just hear you as a citizen. You are worried. This is my data all over the place. There was a time on the NIMC app that when you input your, your details, you will just get another person's card. And there oh. was nothing that was said about it. Okay, so on the topic of fraud and fraudsters, MTN. They just launched PSB yesterday. (laughs) 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 Not not literally yesterday, but just at our backyard. No, no, it's just like... Just recently. Barack just became Twitter CEO. They all of a sudden... Yeah, and amongst who wants to buy. So, MTN just launched PSB recently. Not Not so long ago. Very, very, very recently. But they understand. Good. They are not complaining of fraud. Bolu, Afa, mm. you have some gist for us. Yes, yeah, so um, on Monday, um, Daily Trust reported that MTN's mobile money payment service bank, Momo, um, filed a lawsuit against 18 Nigerian banks. 18. Over, yes, over fraudulent loss of 22 billion naira. So that's like $53.7 million. So 
in the documents that um, the suit MTN is claiming that um, the funds were actually transferred erroneously, but the banks do not want to refund the money until there's a court order, which is why MTN is filing which is suit. Which is that not the right thing to do? Yes, it's, it's, it's actually the right thing to do. Um, well, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but um, yeah, I'm thinking, okay, you know, this was an error. It was not as if they wanted to steal MTN's money. Why not just refund the money? Hmm. And you feel like <laughs> you put another person's account number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I saw, I saw some, some, some people. I don't know how accurate is it is, but after the news came out, some people claimed on social media that the banks were able to freeze the accounts. That oh, in question. Yes. And some people are saying, um, like like MTN already confirmed that it was er- erroneous. Some people have the opinion that it might not actually be that it's it's something that you <laughs> might have a ending. That some people just decided to run MTN Street. I don't know if you understand that slang. <laughs> yeah, but 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 MTN has confirmed that it was erroneous, and now for them to get their money back, it has to be a court order. And I, I think the story is still a developing story, and we need to know if they will actually get the court order and get their 22 billion naira back. But I think this calls into question the whole mobile money thing in Nigeria. We know it has taken off in other places like Kenya and other Eastern East African countries, but it has not really taken off in Nigeria. And now that MTN wants to make it work this is happening is it that mobile money is doomed in nigeria is it that it can never work it has not even started it has not even started working i think it's ready to make that um to come to our conclusion hmm. so after the news broke a lot of people on twitter like shared experiences and around um, especially fintech experiences handling fintech transactions right so a lot of people were like this is something that a lot of fintech startups face on the norm. So, according to them, if MTN is facing something like this, then you can imagine what smaller companies, smaller startups with um, less, let's say, less clout, less experience. Why did you call it clout? Well, clout MTN is not is, always... Uh, MTN is living up to their... Yeah, but that's yeah, not. I mean, that doesn't mean they don't have cloud. I mean, clouds can't always be negative. But well, how many startups will even have issues with eating banks at once? Uh, this is not the first time MTN is staging wars with the entire banking system in Nigeria. No, it's not. You know, the, the last time I remember was because they were not paying the charges for USSD. Payment. For USSD. Yes. So, which was valid. What what business does a small startup have with with five, a, with with five, five Nigerian b- banks? Not a lot of team. business actually. Okay, so no, imagine just a, be clear for us and our audience. Okay, uh, so um, try. Let me think of an. Okay, yeah. So imagine LaserPay, for example. Um, you want to receive payments in crypto, but you also want to be able to fund your crypto wallet, for example. Okay. Um, the way it is, you're funding from a bank to the these yeah, fintech the, startups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you definitely have to do business. And maybe because you're living in Nigeria, not all your transactions will be done in crypto. So you want to convert to Naira. That also means you have to interact with these banks. And 
in such a situation, you have a lot of, I mean, there's no guarantee that all their customers will come from five banks. In fact, if you go with the way Nigerians behave here, you have like a main bank, a side bank, then several side banks at the same time. Like an average customer could have three, three different accounts. So it's very easy for them to have um, like numerous banks. I mean, think about it. Piggyverse, for example, uses Wema Bank. How many of us here have Wema Bank accounts? By force. Uh, I um, have by force. Okay. Others use, I think at some point they were using Providus Bank. Like automatically they are dealing with numerous banks. banks. I, I think when I started using Piggyverse, I was using First Bank. And I was funding it through First Bank and later on moved to UBA. So, like, um, you can, you, that's already how many banks in our three mm. banks. So, mm. so quick. But, but I don't think the issue could be as much, it could be a, a weighty as MTS. Of course, because you're not doing their volumes. I mean, um, people process a million dollars. No, apart from it. volumes, right? Mm-hmm. The, the issue they might have with these banks are just basic basic issues like um that might have not might have come from nibs and NIB, yeah. Yes. yeah. Mm, yeah it could be basic but like the thing is um they are, they are saying that they are having serious issues like this and ordinarily it's because it's between businesses you just resolve it in house like um okay fine you're, you're not defrauding us right okay refund the money but they are not so mm. you're 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 now imagine a small startup like you won't even get audience with these guys. Mm. They won't even talk to you because first of all you're not playing in their league. You're too small for them to be talking to. So yeah, proud. <laughs> but that's the truth. I mean, imagine you. Uh, okay, um, they've they've they are complaining of fifty something million dollars. A lot of small startups are praying to process that, that volume in, in a year or even a decade. And then you are losing it. Not that that's what you process. So mm. what I'm also wondering if they lost this much money through mobile money uh, transactions, what volumes are they doing already? Within mm. how many months? Is it is up to three months since mm. they actually done. So cool. what kind of volumes are they doing? They're probably doing I don't know, like really really impressive numbers, even though they just launched. So I, I think we should be. It would be interesting though. To find out how much volumes they are processing yeah, already processing. within a few months, it'll be interesting. Hmm. I think the picture is now moving for how, from how much they were defrauded to <laughs> <laughs> to the volume they are they are doing mm-hmm. in such a short time, and that might also be pointed to the fact that mobile money is actually hmm. here to stay. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it, because that's the, that could also mean the adoption is like growing than we are expected. That's a lot of money. It is hmm. a lot of money. Hmm. Okay, so I, I think business world is very, very huge, and th- a lot of things, politics go behind the scenes. But one issue I've always had is businesses not talking to each other, especially in the fintech space. So when one thing is happening, so it's, it's in the fintech space, for instance, it's possible to actually defraud like five or six of them using the same pattern, mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. because they don't com- communicate. They don't communicate, so. I don't, I don't, for me, I don't see the need for suing. You have, you can just talk this out. It's uh, huge. Maybe, maybe they've when, tried. When something choke you, you'll be like, ah, let me shout to, somebody <laughs> <laughs> that comes to my it's, rescue. It's, it's, um, they are lawfully required to actually do that. Lawfully mm. required. Possibly. Or to maybe, sue? I, I just, wait, but take it about it again. 
tanya See, Are you Must you I think they've <laughs> exhausted I think they've exhausted All <laughs> possible options Of doing it peacefully oh, And they just had to bring in Or is it because of The previous beef That you know this one? Okay yeah. <laughs> When we now talk about Previous beef Is it now because of Previous beef that banks has decided to do them dirty like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a cycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think um, the relationship between banks and telcos will be interesting to see now that MTN has launched the PSB. Right, mm. the theory for some fintech expert has been the PSB license got delayed because they were scared of MTN mm. because mm. MTN's rich, MTN's mad execution. They did it in Ghana. Now the Ghanaian uh, government was, uh, was trying to break it, MTN up so that mm, monopoly. that monopoly will reduce. So um, in Nigeria, they successfully done it in such a way that MTN does not really have a monopoly of the telecom space, even mm. though they're the biggest. Mm-hmm. But of course, if MTN misbehaves, you have Airtel. You yeah. have okay. Don't mention blue. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to mention. <laughs> but yeah, you, 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 but you, you have options. You have options. Yes, <laughs> yes. You have up to four options. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, the whole dynamics in the coming months. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the drama. This is trust me. This is me saying this. This is not the last drama you're going to see between MTN and banks. True, true, true. <laughs> definitely. We're going to see another one this year before next year. <laughs> Are you prophesying? No, I'm not prophesying. I'm just making educated guesses. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how that's how we roll. That's how we roll. Okay, so it's been an interesting one. Do you guys, uh, any more comments? Do you have advices for MTN and the banks? Advice Don't for fight. them to give peace a chance. Um, get me as a lead negotiator. I'll, I'll help you just for a fee. Okay, I have another advice for them. Okay. Don't go with Tim Gazinho's advice. It will worsen your situation. I pity you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Gazinho will just tell you to make up and get or get out. <laughs> of course, those are tell yeah, you those are the only two options. There is this scene in court. Yes. If all if all else fails, you resort to violence. If violence fails, you resort to I don't know blackmail. You jump all the way to violence before blackmail. Are you not supposed to do blackmail first before violence? Man, that blackmail is <laughs> not a mediator to your qualification. Okay, so if Tingo Zerim is mediating for you, know that he doesn't represent Tech Point or any of his parties. <laughs> <laughs> Tech Point is hereby indemnifying itself. <laughs> okay, guys, so it's been interesting and uh I'm, I'm about to make this call and i'm expecting you guys to answer us so that that reminds me nobody won the family's quiz on our 100th episode you see doesn't mean it was hard to get please don't nobody won the quiz i knew what was coming after it it was not so hard to get okay no problem i'm going to make this call and i really 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 want to hear what you think about the topics we have discussed here today of course, you have the hashtag on one end, hashtag Techpoint Africa podcast, and you also have the email podcast at techpoint.africa. And you can, apart from that, you can actually reach out to us individually, right? You, if you go on Techpoint Africa, you see all our stories, all our series on the top of the menu bar, or like the star boys of Techpoint. <laughs> <laughs> star boys and girls of Techpoint. But you can reach out to us individually. You can see uh our emails our twitter handles on our social media just just let let us know what you think 
if you any area or directions you think we should be approaching in this podcast we also like to hear what you think and um yeah that's pretty much it if you are listening and you've not been sharing please try and share and you can find us where can we where can we find you? yes you can find us on google podcast apple podcast spotify hiat radio stitcher spot okay okay podcast. okay <laughs> podcast addict and anywhere else you get your podcast let's take it again let's take it again okay apple podcast google podcast spotify stitcher it's not hiat radio and wherever else you get to if if you are hearing this thing now will you share will i share <laughs> will you will you go and look for <laughs> it on apple podcast excitement <laughs> but you please give it to us bulls version i'll laugh and then i'll forget to share no oh. your but your version i'll not even listen to the end you will listen to the end this is sad i mean you you guys you guys don't have this <laughs> at all okay guys let's let's just share okay okay don't stress us this <laughs> And uh, see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.